Welcome to another episode, finally, of Let's Get Real For Real For Real. Man, guys, it's been a while. <laughs> um, you know, I have tried several times to make a new episode, um, but each time I get like maybe 10 minutes in and then I just stop and I delete it all. Because I don't know if anyone else ever experiences this, but sometimes you're just absorbing and processing and learning so much that like there's you just cannot or I just could not like put it into words in a way that made sense it was just too convoluted convoluted um I recently learned I was pronouncing that word wrong recently now I don't know how to pronounce it but convoluted and that it was just really messy and complicated and it seemed like I couldn't give context to anything but you know what I've had some very clarifying moments recently um, I had a very good therapy session today, which was helpful in getting my thoughts out. And I, um, yeah, I feel like I can finally start actually sharing, um, what's been happening and what's been going on. Um, obviously my life has been taken over and preoccupied by this very big move and life change that I'm doing. Um, and there's so much to talk about with that. So much, so much. But more than anything, um, more than anything, I have recently um, decided to, I'm well, I'm currently all sober. Not that I drank much before anyway, because I did not. Um, but I'm no longer on the psychedelics. Um, I know I've been very open about talking about them before. And while I wholly support using them as some form of medicine, um, I have recognized that my own personal use over literally the past 12 months, just the past 12 months, um, has been so instrumental to my own personal growth, but also, um, started making me feel very ungrounded within myself. And, um, so I'm actually now, I had just recently went through a, a type of purge, so to speak. No, not like a detox. It wasn't like anything deliberate. It was just more like my, I stopped, um, utilizing substances of any sort and my body just went through its own person, natural detox where it just kind of purged everything out. My energy got purged out, my physical body, my emotions and my mind. And I feel clearer than ever. Um, I wanted to get back to doing this podcast because I recognized that when I started it, it was meant to be something just for me, to be honest. Like when I was sharing it, yeah, it's out there for the world to hear, but it was so that I could have a place to express myself and express things to other people um, without trying to constantly be more than what it is um, and, and just be a space for me to express and other people to listen if they want. Um, and I recognize that like, uh, and it was also like, you know, I was part of my mission of being like, hey, let's help learn what love is, you know, and that comes with self-love and that comes with, which is hard, by the way, and that comes with learning other people and, and non-judgment and, and all that stuff. And I recognize and I realize that part of the reason why I've been struggling so much with putting out episodes in the past six months if not, mm, is that right? Yeah, maybe six months um, since, maybe a little longer since October or so, um, was because I was not in a good place. I just didn't know it at the time. <laughs> um, I 
now realize I was not in a good place because I was just so emotional and I was just going through a lot of changes and um, I was feeling so much anger towards the world and my circumstances at the time. And even though I did my best to practice self-love, it was very hard. And there are a lot of times when I couldn't and I didn't realize it until recently that I've just been so hard on myself and projecting onto others and being really hard on them. And in return, like, other people are going through their own things. Like, they have their own lives and they have their own feelings that that regulate them or deregulate them. And, and they project onto me. And so, like, there's been... And they're going through shit. And, and so it was just a lot of people going through shit. <laughs> a lot of people have been going through shit, you guys. And there's so many reasons for that. Astrologically, there's so many reasons for that. Like, holy crap, so many reasons astrologically. But also, like, fucking life, dude. And also, I am 33 now. And um, 33 for me personally is, like, supposed to be this humongous year. Actually, it is for most, a lot of people. It's supposed to be a humongous year that's supposed to elicit major growth and major change within yourself. Um, a lot of my friends are around my age and they're going through something similar and, and fuck, <laughs> it's just been crazy. So, but I am good, uh, much better now. And I think that's evident by the, by just the fact that I'm speaking and doing this and I feel clear. So, um, I don't, you know, one thing that I'm really grateful for is that those, I am so grateful for my life in that, like, I'm grateful that I started this podcast. I'm grateful that I had an excellent therapist. I'm grateful that I went through many, many years of doing intensive self-work and trauma work because honestly, the way that I used psychedelics this past year, if I had done it that way any earlier in my life, then it would not have gotten to this point nearly 12 months later where I tell myself I'm going to stop and I, and I do it. Um, because I am in a much more centered and grounded place naturally than I was like even three years ago, definitely more than definitely like in my twenties, I was not (laughs) centered at all. Um, it may have, it would have evolved into something that would have been a bit more problematic. And I'm just grateful that, um, to be the person that I am today that it's not going to get to that point. So today has been a day full of gratitude. Actually, this past couple weeks have been a, full of gratitude, you know, like one of the one of the most common questions I hear nowadays is I tell people that I'm leaving and they're immediately like, "Oh my god, how do you feel?" And my answer to all of them has been it comes in waves. It's some days I'm know this is the best thing I could possibly do and that I'm so excited and this is God's path for me. And then other days, I definitely have had my share of freakouts and panic attacks about like, oh my God, am I, am I like making the worst mistake of my life? And you know, it was a couple weeks ago, not even, was it a couple weeks ago? It was very, very recently. It was like maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago. And I had such a severe panic attack that I only managed to hold off because I'm used to holding things off. Um, and, but it was, it was, it was very severe, especially for me. I thought I was having a mental break. That's how bad it was. 
And I thank goodness I have all the therapeutic tools to be able to identify with myself like, hey, one, let's let's figure out how to calm down and like be back in the present and not like freaking out somewhere. But also like I have the ability to uh, the ability to reach out to my resources, whether it's friends, whether it's my therapist, whether it's just myself and talking myself through this and being like, okay, what part of me is freaking out right now? What's happening? What are my thoughts? Like, what kind of reassurance do I need? What can I give myself? And, you know, there is this part of me that um, I think I've had since I was in the womb, to be honest. I was um, an earthquake baby. My The October 1989 earthquake happened just a couple weeks before I was born. And I was actually born a week early. Um, and, you know, me growing up being so different from my family, straight up so different. My dad and my mom have said this both in different ways and both directly like this, where like they think that brain, that earthquake like damaged my brain or something, shook something loose in me because I am so like different. <laughs> um, and like in a way that does not make sense. Doesn't make sense to them. Doesn't make sense to the rest of the world at that time. And um, while that is obviously totally offensive, um, I have definitely made my peace with it. <laughs> and, and I actually realized like maybe a year, like not a year ago, a few months ago that maybe they were right. Something in that earthquake like didn't damage me, but there is definitely a part of me that equates earthquakes to life-shattering events like not life-changing life-shattering and there's definitely a part of me that is terrified this a very tiny baby part of me as in like not a small part but like it's like from when I was a baby that is so terrified that I will make a choice that is so wrong that it will destroy my life and that I would just be a bad person and I know now, because I recognize now, this is a trauma response. Even if it doesn't make sense where it comes from, like from anyone who's not familiar with inner family part work and therapy, um, or spiritually speaking, or psychologically speaking. And like there, this from the womb, that earthquake, like made me terrified that everything I did was wrong. Growing up in my family where uh, they were all traumatized people and they're all very black and white, that was not helped because they are very much like if you don't do this thing and don't fit our moral purposes, then you are a bad person. That's them and I thought it was just them and I grew up always terrified of doing the wrong thing. I'm just grateful that my definition of right and wrong, not my definition, but my um, manifestation of right and wrong is not the same as my family because they're very rigid and I, thank God, am not. But because I'm not rigid, because I did the things opposite of what my family would expect or want me to do, I did grow up thinking that I was wrong. I grew up thinking I was a bad daughter and a bad sister and a bad friend and a bad person because I could not help who I am. I could not help who I was. And I was going to do my fucking best to figure that out and find my place in this world. But I could not help that I was just a bad person. And that is actually what led to like my whole like my 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 willingness to believe that I was meant to suffer for so long. 
because I already inherently believed I was bad. And it took so long to realize. It took it took me being raped, you guys, for me to realize that that's not true. That I wouldn't be attracting people who, who work so hard to take something from me so violently if I didn't have something worth taking. And so this move has has really triggered that part of me though of being like what if I did something wrong what if this is the worst thing in my life what if I'm making a mistake and that mistake is going to lead to me also again being attacked you know being assaulted making the worst mistakes in my life and I have to like really I had to really sit with myself after my friend, my very close friend reassured me that me panicking about moving to another country that I don't even, I've never been to is normal. <laughs> after she was like, Jenny, that, that, that's something most people would normally freak about, freak out about. And the fact that you've never freaked out about other life-changing things you've done, that was weird. <laughs> so after I got that external reassurance, I had to sit with myself and I had to sit with that baby part of myself and I had to like hold it. And I had to hug it and I had to pat its back and I had to tell it, hey, what's wrong? It will be okay. You know how I know it will be okay? Because we are okay. Because all those choices that we've made before that may or may not have been completely ours to make, all those things that have happened to us that may or may not, we may not, we have like have had some, like we may have had some part of or none at all. Like it's no matter what happened, it led us here and here is where we are meant to be. And I am the adult, me, 33 year old me, am so much more capable of taking care of both of us than I ever was back then because I've learned so much and we will be okay. I started up my... I realized I have been neglecting my relationship with God lately. So I've been with talking to God a lot more. Because I also remember too, God's got me too. And God will continue to have me. It's only up to me if I want to listen or not. Please don't go back to the relationship and the person where I was always so stubborn and so consumed with my own self that I was not able to hear him until he smacked me over the head with it over and over and over. That's not pleasant times, and I know better now. Let's not go back to that. And I am so grateful that I started this podcast, and I'm so grateful that I started this. I started journaling a couple years ago. Um, I used to journal as a kid, and then I stopped for many years and my therapist kept telling me to do it. And I never did until just like, because I would just get so overwhelmed by like the prospect of having to write down everything I thought. And then just a, like a couple years ago, I just started just writing bullet points and I just started writing like just what it is now. And then it just expanded and I've been journaling, not every day, but definitely after any major event that I feel like is important to, to write down. And I was able to read those and I actually listened to my own podcast, even though it might seem a little narcissistic, but it really helped me to kind of come back to myself and remember who I am. 
And in that context, remember why I was moving? Because this move has really freaked me out. (laughs) Nothing is more humbling, guys, than not only... um, not only deciding to move, everyone moves, people move all the time, but I'm, I'm, I've, am choosing and fully recognize that the way that I'm doing this is inviting and, like I said, choosing to upturn my life and also everything I know. I am an, I am a citizen of the United States. And while the U.S. may not be the richest country in the world, it may not be the safest, it may not be the smartest, it may not be the happiest, but holy crap, am I so fucking privileged to have grown up here and to be a citizen here. The fact that my passport can get me into almost to so many different countries without a visa for, for three to six, sometimes 12 months. The fact that our dollar... Um, is almost equal to the euro now, but our dollar is so strong against so many other countries' currencies. The fact that our country, and this is a privilege, is based on capitalism, you know, even though capitalism here has completely uh, gone to shit and turned into just profit-mongering and whatever. But there is the idea that, like, I can actually learn anything and do anything that I want and make money. And that's a mindset that even though right now it currently comes with also like, I can never make enough money, but it does have a mindset of like, I I can always take care of myself. And you can't really buy that. You just have to have it, learn it, be raised in it. Um, Knowing that here I am, like trying to downsize my entire life, my entire apartment, and looking around at all of the things that I have in my possession and realizing like, holy crap, I'm a waste. I not, I have been wasting my resources. Like I always wonder like, where is my money? Where do I go? Where does it go? What do I buy? And I'm here trying to go through all of my things and realizing, oh, here is where it goes. And also like, have I used these things? Have I read these things? Have I opened these things? Realizing that Man, the mere fact that I can do this, like, and a lot of people travel, especially now, so many people are digital nomads, but the fact that, like, I can just say, like, hey, I have, I'm confident with the incoming money I have for the next year that I can just go without working, which I I won't do, but, like, because I do like to work, but I can just literally go to another country and stay there for a while and not have to find a job right away. The fact that I have to get rid of all of my stuff and I don't have to feel like I sell it all. I can just donate it. The fact that I feel like I live in excess now when I when honestly like my income is enough to like is so low income in California. I'm so fucking privileged in ways that I never realized before. And that's I'm so grateful and I am so humbled and that has been turning me topsy-turvy lately as I process all that like fucking wow no matter where I go most of the places I go to in this world I will still be considered privileged 
even though I'm coming in as an immigrant. And that's so weird and so fascinating because any immigrant that comes to America usually doesn't get the privilege stick. <laughs> but I do. And that's not something I can change. And fuck, I'm a queer, Asian, like daughter of immigrants, woman who's leaving this country because I don't feel like I have enough rights, part of it. And now I'm recognizing, fuck. Check myself before I wreck myself. I hope that um, no matter what happens in this life, and no matter where I go, and no matter if I have to come back to this country or not, I hope I've learned so much. And no matter what, I think my, you know, my baby self that's like, oh my gosh, what if I'm making the worst mistake of my life? And I was trying to think like, what would it mean to make a mistake? What would I feel like would make me feel like I failed? And I realized that failure for me at that time meant in this moment, this like situation meant like coming back here when I don't choose to. But honestly, already, like, I already feel so grateful. And if I have to come back to the U.S., I just only hope that I have a different perspective. That I have more gratitude for what I do and don't have. Yeah, it's been really humbling. It's been shocking. It's been and the thing is is like most of the people I talk to like it's not that you know this is something that they're also like wow I try to explain this to them and they're like oh yeah like wow and and of course like intellectually they understand and like it's but like emotionally emotionally and mentally like it's one of those things where like you can't can you really understand it until you're actually doing it Even if you can conceptualize it, doesn't the fact that you can just conceptualize it without doing it enhance, like, that's still living in the privilege? And there's no judgment in that. It's just a simple observation. And I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm really questioning myself. It, the whole thing is like the whole panic attack thing is triggered because like I I have had many life-changing moments and life-changing events and life-changing times because life doesn't change usually in one moment usually usually a moment just precipitates <laughs> the life-changingness <laughs> um but no matter how grateful I am for those moments, no matter how painful they've been, no matter how significant they are, I don't believe I've ever been the one to choose that they happen. And this time I am. And that's why I keep trying to tell myself when I do have those moments of panic. Because sometimes this feels like panic. Sometimes this feels like out of control. And I remind myself that, no, like, I actually am in 100% control of this now. And isn't that crazy and wonderful? 
It's so fucking terrifying. I've been um, also surrounded a lot by uh, by people who are um, trying to find their own way in life and in the process. Like they are starting to really pay attention to like themselves as well, to their own self care, to their own journeys, to their own um, self, trying to learn self love for themselves. Very powerful, very energetic people. Um, they like to read a lot of uh, a lot of Gabor Mate. I think I'm getting a lot of Gabor Mate in my life lately, and um, I'm kind of like resistant because right now I am being highly aware of how I don't want to be idolizing anybody, and I don't I don't want so. Okay, so I've had a lot of like astrology reads and like human design reads lately. And they've been really interesting and super, super interesting, super different, but also like very much, very validating in the same ways, which is very like, um, very assuring that my core self is the same as it's supposed to be, but not always, right? Like my core self is like the same in every kind of different modality that I, that I, that I engage in. Um, and, um, Apparently, according to both my astrology charts and my human design, I'm the type of person who other people tend to um, subconsciously uh, put on a pedestal in some way. And um, I fucking hate that. <laughs> I hate that. And I definitely relate to that uh, where people where I feel... I'm often put in a position where like people think I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not bragging on myself at all because this is generally something that really bothers me. And it happens a lot where it's just like, how, like, and especially now, like, especially with me leaving my job, I'm hearing this a lot. Like, how are people going to replace you? Or like, you know, you're supposed to be like so nice all the time. You're supposed to be like this healer person. You're supposed to be happy. You're supposed to be like, you know, um, just cool to hang out with. You're supposed to be like energetic. It's just a lot of supposed to be's like, and those are things that I'm are, that I am, that I are, but it's like, it's like, I'm only those things to those people until I do something or until life happens or something just that has nothing to do with me occurs that may shatter that. Suddenly they realize I'm not perfect at whatever I do. I'm not constant at whatever it is. I'm a fucking human being and I make mistakes. And sometimes I don't make mistakes. Sometimes I'm just myself. I just do something that's not what they expected because they don't know me or they expect something different from me. And that is enough for people to be like, holy shit, what the fuck? So mad at you, not going to be friends with you anymore. This has happened to me many times. <laughs> um... And we all have those, right? We've all had those relationships where like some stupid petty fight will break up an otherwise awesome relationship that you think is awesome and then you'll never talk to each other again. And then even if you did try to talk to each other, you'll be like, you know what? I don't want flaky friends, right? And you'll just cut them out. We've all had that. And that's similar. That's similar. It's just, it's happened to me so often. And it happens to me with people I don't know well. And it happens to me with people who've known me my whole life. And the thing is, is that, the thing is, 
is that I don't know why that's not okay. I don't understand why it's not okay to be human and to just, and to then like be forgiven for it. I don't understand why anything that makes you realize that I'm not perfect is enough to break the relationship. Because I, I personally remember that you're human and I give grace and I give, I adapt to people and their needs. And like, if they don't, if they don't move the way I want them to, well, fuck that. Like, that's too bad on me. That was my fault for expecting that of them. But that's my fault. You know what I'm saying? That's my issue. It's not theirs. And that's not enough for me to break it off for them. What is enough to, for me to break off a friendship or a relationship is that. It is that part where I'm like, you're being so petty about this one thing that clearly, like, I'm not allowed to be myself around you. Which means this is not a real relationship. Which means this is not going to work. And I'm willing to rebuild that with you when we're both in the right emotional space. But now is not that time. And we just give each other space. Like, I can't worry about other people's impressions of me and projections of me. That's not my fault. And in that same way, I'm trying to be really mindful right now if I do that for others. You know how we do that for like celebrities? Oh my gosh, yes. I could name so many celebrities. So I'm just like, oh my gosh, if I met you. Um, <laughs> but I also know that's not real. I don't know them, you know? And um, I'm trying to remember that for like friends, for just acquaintances, for people I have in my life who maybe I put on some kind of pedestal, maybe I have expectations of them that I don't realize. And I am trying my hardest to break that. Because I don't want to live like that and I don't want relationships like that where either person is put up on expectations and a pedestal and a vision that is not true. I can't remember where I was going with this or why I started this topic, but that's okay. I will get back. <laughs> it will come back around. Anyway, this is basically like I'm trying really hard to live a life that's true to my intentions and true to my meaning, and looking around as I'm unpacking and evaluating, holy shit, this is where all my money goes. Like, I'm like, I'm not living to my intentions of like, trying to be, I'm trying to be mindful and really deliberate about like, my resources and my, and like, I don't want to waste. I don't want to waste things. And I feel like I'm wasting them. And it's not a judgment. It's just like, it just is accountability at this point where it's like, what else can I possibly say about having literally like five boxes worth of books that I never read, but that I bought years ago and that I keep on buying more books and never read them. And I know we all do that. All of us bookworms, we do that. But also like, that's not fair for the books. They're meant to be read. And that's, and I'm sure they'll be enjoyed somewhere else. And that's not fair for me for putting on financial burden on myself or the constant hope and potential that I'll fulfill it. Instead of actually fulfilling it, I don't want to live a life that is full of meaningless intentions. And I don't want to be a hypocrite either. And I don't want to be wasteful. And I want to just, there's a, there's a line and there's a difference between being kind to yourself and being too hard on yourself and then being realistic and being like accountable, you know, like 
I don't believe I'm being hard on myself. I believe that, oh, I remember now I started all that. I don't believe I'm being hard on myself. I'm being fucking accountable right now. And shit, like I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I wish other people would be able to, I wish, no, no, that's not fair. That's not fair. Oh, I do wish that it was easier to tell the difference for people so that they would know when to treat themselves with kindness and when to hold themselves accountable. Because oftentimes those two either get mixed up or there is no difference. And there's a big fat one. So I'm around these people, these other people who are like very into self-learning, right? And um, like I said, they may bring up Gabor Mate a lot. Oh yes, that's why. And um, I got it kind of iffy. I'm absorbing his th- his uh, theories by osmosis. And that's a disclaimer. I know I don't know everything about it because I haven't read his books. But from what I could hear, some things hit and then some things really fucking don't. But because I'm suddenly being surrounded by people who are like sprouting and quoting him all the time, I'm just like, um, <laughs> I'm just like getting more turned off from wanting to read it because I'm like, I don't want to, um, it already sounds like the people I know anyway are currently like so absorbed in his theories that some of the other things that they're coming up with, I'm literally like, I disagree. I can't even tell you how much I disagree with it, but I'm not going to tell you (laughs) because, um, clearly, uh, that's a totally different topic, but right now i just don't have the space for that i don't have the space for that at all to uh be absorbing like all the teachings of so many different people so many different experts because right now i really try to work on becoming an expert of myself and part of being an expert on myself is knowing how much more i have yet to learn about me and how i operate and this this move is to teach me how to operate outside of what i've always known or what i've grown very comfortable knowing in the past few years already it's making me think differently about money like money and I have such an interesting relationship and I do genuinely believe money is the thing that is an energy that comes and close and it flows and it ebbs and in and out there's no evil in it there's no bad things it's just if if money causes bad things that's really because it's being caused by people who do bad things you know um but money is an energy. And quite frankly, I've always been very much more comfortable being poor than I have being wealthy. I've always been much more comfortable with being around poverty than wealth. And considering I grew up in a very wealthy area and then dedicated my life to poverty, <laughs> to like the poor. And I've never been good with money. I've always been good at getting it. I've always been good at making it. I've always been good at finding it or having it find me when I need it. Always, always, always. But I've never been good at keeping it. And I used to, I, I never figured out why. I used to think that maybe I had a bad, maybe I did think it was bad subconsciously and I worked on that. And then I thought maybe it was childhood habits I picked up from my parents and I worked on that and, you know, I just like, and then finally I just was like, maybe I'm just not good at saving it. And I'm just going to accept that about myself. 
But this move has made me realize I am fucking good at saving money. I can save money. I can save money if there's a reason to save money. If there's a, if you tell me I need $10,000 to move out of this country by X amount of time, I will save that money. That's not a problem. So I was thinking about this, like, as I'm like going through my things and being like, huh, I've spent so much money on things I do not use. And I'm going through this and I'm like, thinking, why do I not use them? And then I asked, why do I keep spending money on things I don't use? Even if I have the intention to, even if I have the, the desire to like learn about using these things, I never prioritize it. I never make the time. I just leave it there. Why do I do this with my money? And I had to ask myself for the first time ever, this has never occurred to me before ever. I said, you know, Jenny, I know how I am as a person with no money. I know what kind of person I am when I'm struggling with money. What kind of person am I when I have money? My brain went totally flip-flop, you guys. Flip-flop. I've never asked myself that kind of question before. And it's super weird because guess what? I'm not just a social worker. I'm in financial industries. I used to sell people life insurance and my current job is as an operation manager in a life insurance and financial services company. I believe in abundance. I fucking believe that anybody can make as much money and have whatever kind of lifestyle that they want if they really work at it, if they have the right mindset for it and they have the right vehicle, they could do it. Even people who are trapped in generational poverty, I genuinely believe they could do it. They have a lot more obstacles than someone who is not in their position, but they could do it. And I don't know why, but I never have turned that around on myself of being like, Jenny, what kind of person are you with money? I have asked myself, Jenny, do you want money? <laughs> Jenny, do you like? Do you, do you want a certain like kind of lifestyle? Like, how much do you think you're? I I've asked all those questions, and honestly, my questions are like, ah, like shoot, I could live on fucking a thousand dollars a month, you know? <laughs> like, I could figure it out. Like, I don't need to have money to be happy. But that's not the question, is it? So, it looks like this next phase of my life will have some very different things happening. Because I am. I'm very curious. I know I'm the same person if I have enough or if I don't have enough or if I have nothing. I'm the same person. Am I still the same person if I have money? I want to think and believe that I am. I want to think and believe that I am. guess we shall see anyway that's long enough that's a good comeback episode um i feel so much better i am gonna try to figure out this whole social media thing soon i do recognize that this whole life change is probably really interesting to some people um especially those who might want to do it themselves um i once i could fucking figure out how to share tiktok videos i'm sure that i can learn how to make one um just kidding, but not really. Uh, 
And, you know, in the meanwhile, like, be patient, you guys. Be patient with yourself. I have to learn to be patient with myself too. Learning to take care of yourself. Learning to like let your light shine out into the world and let it fill you and let it fill others. Learning that you have value to give. Learning that you are worthy of love. Learning that you have love that's worthy to give. It's not instantaneous. Changing your life isn't, doesn't happen in moments. It happens in moments and in actions. It doesn't just happen one time. It can happen many times. But it's only life-changing if you do something about it, if you actually change your life. And that requires patience. That requires fucking humility. That requires a lot of ups and downs and a lot of questions and a lot of possible answers and a lot of definitive answers. And you don't have to know it all. You just have to be open to learning. So, wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. I cannot wait to talk to you guys again. And I hope that when you're ready for your life to be different, you will make that choice to change it. Good night.